0: Well, well, well. Would you look at we have here? Another episode of the Prosser Party. I gotta figure out this intro. Oh boy, I really gotta figure out this intro. I might have to. Uh, might have to do something about this intro. One of the one of these one of these days, I'll I'll I'll, I'll figure it out. But anyhow taken me oof I'm gonna fix that here real quick there it has taken me four days to figure out how to even record this episode and I don't know why honestly I, 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 have, I have no idea but I think, I, I, think I've, I think I've found a way here I, I work with me a little here just, just work with me a little here so it's December the 3rd. Can, can we just take a moment, take a step back here? And, and I'm just in shock that it's already December. We are 22 days away from Christmas. Old St. Nick is coming with the boys. Rudolph and the gang are on the way in twenty two days. Craziness. Absolutely just just crazy. Um I honestly think twenty twenty has been a challenging year. Not just for myself, I, I I'm sure each and every one of you guys that listen that tune in have had a had a had a tough twenty twenty. And maybe, maybe 2020 was a huge year of growth for you, regardless, you know, all things considered with the pandemic and everything. And, and to that, like, you know, I, I I applaud you for, for, for grinding out this year as best you can, you know, uh, for me, 2020 has been like, probably one of the toughest years of my life, you know, um, you know, I started the year off pretty rough. I tore my ACL in the middle of January. I, I sat in a, a, a crew truck for, for three months. Like I didn't even, I was literally a robot for three months. My, my 21st birthday, I, I spent the, I spent the night in a, in a crew truck, my 21st birthday, you know, and, and that's, that, that just comes with the territory of, of being, you know, an adult and, and being, uh, you know, at a job where it requires you to work 13, 14 hours a day, but it required me to to sit in a truck because of getting injured at work. So I, I don't, I was a robot for, for, for the, the first third of almost even the first Yeah. Like the first third of this, this year, I was literally a robot. I was not happy. I was upset with, with everything and then everything got shut down. And you know, I, I, I'm still upset now because like, I, the only, the only exercise I can do is, you know, the, the exercise I get at, at, at physio because day to day I, I can barely walk day to day. I can, uh, sometimes it's, it's hard enough for me to get out of bed, get down the stairs. Like it's been, it's been a tough year. Um, I wanted, I wanted to be a lot farther ahead this year than I was. I had a lot of, I had a lot of plans, expectations this year. I I was going to go back to school this year. Uh, But for, for me to, you know, solidify a, you know, a prominent role in school and my studies, I need to be in a classroom. And, given the circumstances of COVID, that, that that didn't happen and the other the other factor was is that i need to go home back home to pei you know you know i set myself up to to try and get a job uh work in the summer and then doing doing night classes like what my dad did to uh to get his gd but for me it would just be you know upgrading high school courses so that i could uh, better off my my future and it, it might be a lousy excuse but the thing is is like i there's there's so many different learners out there and with me i i need that you know that teacher hammer down on me with with notes and stuff and i need you know um just just certain just a certain atmosphere that i that i can't get because i i, I know myself better than anybody knows me and that goes for everybody. Everybody that is their own person knows them better than anybody else. And I mean, I know people like to think they, they they really have a grasp who I am. But, you know, I I am who I am. And for me, I needed to be in school and in a classroom for me to, to – to further like just to just to benefit myself really more so than anything else so that didn't happen and then uh you know the pandemic kind of got me a little lonely you know i was i was lonely i saw my sister every day and her boyfriend and you know my mom and like they're 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 all great don't get me wrong but like I just wanted somebody else to, to to spend some time with, so you know, I got on got on the old Tinder, you know, match with the girl, obviously, because that's that's how you connect with the women on on the old Tinder. Of course, you guys, you guys, you guys know, you guys know, you guys know how how the, how the deal is, how it all works. But uh, it's uh, it, it I met her and we hung out a lot. Uh, it was like this weird instant connection that that only comes around every so often I find and I honestly thought her and I would go the distance like that's like that's how like that's how strongly I felt about this this woman and you know alluding to everything that I'm saying right now it kind of showed me the, the, the kind of man I am and the kind of man I am as that. I I'll go to bat for any woman that, that, that gives me the time of day, but in saying that I, I I just want those feelings reciprocated back towards myself. Like if I'm going to give you everything that I have, I, I hope in return someday when I when I when I when I find love again, when I find somebody that that I can that, that I can grow to appreciate as much as I did her, that it goes both ways. And I mean to a certain extent, like you could have all the vibes match and and and, and all the chemistry, but if your love language doesn't match or if something's a little off, like there are just certain things that you just cannot repair. And there's certain things that you just can't get over essentially. And that's, that's essentially why it didn't work out. But you know, 2020 has shown me, you know, maybe I, I did, I didn't necessarily need, you know, a woman to, to give me a, a necessary want for, Uh, I guess, I guess I would have to say it was artificial happiness that like I was just making up happiness so that I could, that I could be happy. So I could be sane throughout this, throughout this time. But now that I've, you know, had some time to reflect and took the, took the necessary steps to, to heal. I think that I still have a lot of work to do a lot you know i i think that i could be a lot better in, in in certain areas in within relationships like uh i think i could be better at communicating feelings for sure um and a lot of that stems from just you know not being safe at home sometimes you know um not having you know steady trust with your with your parents for for a good portion of of my early teens you know really really affected that and the hardest the the hardest thing for me is is obviously just telling people how I feel like I can tell you how how it is like I will I will blatantly call you out any any day of the week if I don't if I don't like what you're doing but in relationships it, it, it's different because I don't want to say something that's going to hurt them I don't want to like I, I I think I just have too much of a heart you know if I was just a little more savage or, or, or something like I don't know and, and I don't relationships are tough you know like social like social media looking for fame it's it consumes people differently and, and it, it, it lets people like it bothers people more than than others and I, I don't understand it but that's that's just not in my in my breed really so yeah like relationships are tough um friendships. And I, and it's hard to it's hard to keep friends. I mean, I, I've seen you know a couple of my pals on 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 Snapchat stories, you know, drinking on Zoom calls together, you know. Um, and that's 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 honestly funny. It's 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 a safe way to to socialize and and have a good time while doing it. Um, I, I I like that idea, but it's like have you, I I think. Um, I think we've had, like, I haven't lost any friends this year, I don't think. I don't think anybody has it, has it in for me. I don't think anybody's any anybody's really mad at me right now. But if y'all are, please, like, please, like, tell me you're mad at me so we can get this sorted out. Because, like, I, I, I need people. I, I love people. I will always love people. And that's just who I've always been. Um, but I'm sure throughout this pandemic, you've had friends that would, would last you an eternity that just turned on you throughout this pandemic because of whatever reason, whether they're, they're too upset that they can't see you enough or they're, they got, they got enough going on at home or, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be, just you thought this friendship was going to be forever and now you don't have that friend anymore. And it's tough. It it really is. Like I, I feel for anybody that's lost that's that's lost friends this year. But like, I also have to uh, look at you know, you know people, people losing their lives. You know, um, senior citizens that potentially have, you know, lost their lives due to other circumstances besides the the pandemic alone. And the fact that you can't see them, the fact that you can't be with them, the fact that, you know, this pandemic has has put a halt on, on spending time with, with our loved ones. I think it's really putting a strain on, on, on a lot of people, myself included. You know, I have a, I have a grandfather out, out back home, PEI, that, that I didn't get to see this year. And it, it, it sucks, cause I wanted I want to spend the summer out there, do my thing, and then come back here, and battle out another battle out another winter, and then get right back to it. Oh dear, excuse me. I don't know, I'm tired. It's weird anywho um yeah like i i can't see him i can i can't even travel across the across the country just with with how bad covid is and i don't i don't want to risk it i don't want to be selfish and 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 risk anything on anybody like i don't i don't know the extent of what covid can do And I don't necessarily know if it's being overhyped in the media with mass hysteria or this thing's the real deal and it could be a silent killer. Like, I don't know. There's so much unknown things about this virus that it's crazy. But but enough with the virus. Like the virus is as is is like the main component of of like this reflection. But at the same time, I can't let it dictate this this episode. Um, I have a my my brother's out back home PEI. Uh, haven't seen my brother in three years since I've been back here. Love to see my brother. Uh, my dad. And his his girlfriend, I'd love to, I'd love to finally meet her and, and see what she's all about and, you know, see why, see why my dad has taken, you know, an interest in her and, and, and see, see if I can, I can make a new relationship, make a, make a bond with, with somebody else, you know, make my family just one, one person bigger. And, you know, I haven't seen my dad in three years. And it's tough. It it sucks. And and I understand that that a lot of people are going through this right now. And a lot of people are are feeling me on this. But I just want to see my family. I just... I just wanna get out of here, travel, you know, get out of my element a little bit. Um but you know, onward with you know my my 2020. Um I started I got scammed this year. Craziness. I had <clears throat> I had somebody deposit a check into my account, a fraudulent check. I don't know how. I didn't I like I I don't I, I don't understand I must have been, I, I I I couldn't tell you how it happened. But somebody deposited $8,000 or sorry, deposited $8,000 into my bank account. So when I looked at my banking statements, I saw that there was $12,000 in my bank account, but I knew I only had 4. So it was $8,000 unaccounted for. So I went to the bank, and as soon as I got to the bank, $11,000 was out of my account. So I had $1,000 left to my name. And I wrote $1,000 <clears throat> $1, in bills. So by the end of it, I was gonna be out of money. So like that that was another thing. Like, I have been in so much financial shambles. Like, I've been in shambles. Like, my credit card' is maxed out uh it's been maxed since since July I've just been making minimum payments because I don't I don't have any money like it just is how it is but like but like here's the thing like I have never been in this worse a shape when in regards to money ever and a lot of it's due to the fact that I've been laid off. A lot of it's due to the fact that I that I can barely work. Excuse me. Uh, technically, I actually can't work. Um. Like I like I said, I can barely walk most days. It's it's almost like a blessing, like the days that I can walk. Just with how bad the knee pain is, how bad this this tear is in my knee, it's. It's in, It's nuts. It makes no sense. Absolutely zero sense. Um. But I look at it like a, a blessing and a new grind, as well. Because as much as much as it sucks now, and it's gonna suck post surgery, I'm gonna be able to do the things I used to be able to do. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be able to go out and and, and go for a skate, or if if the boys want to go skiing, I can go skiing with the boys in the mountains, Lake Louise, Banff, like where, wherever the boys want to go skiing. Like I can go, you know. Like so, as much as tearing my ACL has has really set me back this year, it, it, it I'm gonna take. Like 55 steps forward next year. I'm going to go hard next year. I'm going to have fun next year, because I am going to recover from this, and I'm going to be better than I once was. Hopefully, I'm faster, and and maybe maybe I can use my athletic talents for for something. Maybe I maybe I could. You know, if I get stronger, you know work on my upper body, all that good stuff. I could potentially, potentially get, get, get somewhere or something. But anyhow, um, like I said, in July, I got scammed, lost my money. So I had to, I had to like call up like anybody, anybody I knew for, for cash jobs and stuff. Because like I was, I was broke. I was down in the dumps. I was broke. Um uh, called up one of my good pals, Jason Unger. I didn't call him. I text him on Facebook, but you get the deal. So, like, got any work for me? Uh, he's like, yeah, I do actually be at the be at this address tomorrow at at, at this time. And so I get there. And it's like 30, 32 degrees by like 11 o'clock in the morning. Like it is, it is disgusting. And I'm sitting out there in the, in the boiling sun with my shirt off. And I'm just building an ex, uh, a house extension, but it's just like the, um just the framework to an extension at the, at the start of it, which was neat because, you know, um, growing up, I didn't necessarily take an interest in you know my dad running the table saw cutting stuff and whatever. I didn't really get that that appreciation. Excuse me. Yawning a lot this morning. Craziness. Um and it was fun. You know it was it was I was out there with some fellas and, you know, I was out of my house, you know, with different people. I mean, they were the same people every day, but they were different people because I wasn't living with them, which was nice. I mean, Mom, I know you're listening to this at some point in time. I love you, but I I, I need some time apart from you. Maxter, my homie, I love you. But... I just need to get away from you just for a little bit, you know, just, just is how it is. So thank God I had to go to work. The only sad part was, is I took my Genesis and it hurts me to say this every time I took it down dirt roads, man. Jenny, my car, baby. uh, (laughs) I just referred to my car as my baby. Well, well, shoot! I just said I loved you to an inanimate object. See, twenty twenty's got be going crazy out here, going going absolutely ballistic out here. You know, just just going crazy, man. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, Genesis, that I, uh, I took you down dirt roads. But anyhow, I. Yeah, like so. I was just working every day with the boys, and I was I was learning. I was learning like good good trade stuff. Um, I will say this though, old, working with old insulation sucks. Um, if you ever do end up working with worn, uh, like worn insulation, that's the word. Anyhow, if you ever end up working with that stuff, make sure you're wearing gloves. I mean, obviously. But wear a respiratory, uh, like a mask, or just a respirator, because like breathing that stuff in, whew, yikes! You're you're in a heap of trouble. That that stuff's a big yikes, honestly. Um, I even got on a roof. Now, I've never been on a roof before, and. The thing is about roofs or, or this, or this roof in particular, I should say. Now this roof was steep. Like it it had, it had some, some angles to it and twitchy, like the guy I was working with up on the, up on the roof. We were just, uh, you know, caulking down, caulking down the seals on the, on the roof and stuff. My my knee was shaking the whole time up there because uh, my knee was really weak. My knee was absolutely weak at that time. I wasn't I wasn't doing anything to like exercise it, and I was I was working on it every day. So it was it was, it was getting tired. So it's up there shaking. And Twitchy's is asking like, "What's going on? Like, why are you shaking?" I was like, "I don't I, I don't know." And then. I, I told Jason I need I I need to get off the roof, man. Like, this is uh, I I might I might fall off just because of just because of the fact that I have a bad knee right now. I said no problem. So I finished off the rest of the day and whatever. Um, Yeah, but I learned I learned how to insulate. uh, Learn how to do a little bit of woodworking. Uh, Learned how to use a drill properly. Um, figured out how to, you know, use my 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 body weight into the into the screw and and all that stuff. Because um, it's just it's just stuff I, I I didn't take the time with my dad when he wanted to teach me, and I I I had no ambition to learn. I, had, you know, and I'm I'm sorry, dad, <laughs> but I I had, I had fun. It was it was a great it was a great gig I had, I had a lot of fun um and that that kind of took me to like almost the end of my summer uh, a little little a little, little little less but i I still had fun going up there but um my my September October November December was was very like very uneventful. I mean, I played a lot of Fortnite. I you know, did stuff around the house. And I've been going to physio every day. Or not every day. Like That's that's a bit of a hyperbole. But I have been going to physio three times a week for the last... It's I'm, I'm on my fourth month now going to physio. And it's sad to say but a lot of it is working and a lot of it is not like the progress has been like a steady, steady uptick. Oh, we're going to have a setback. We're going to go down a little bit. Then we're going to plateau a little bit and then we're going to work our way back up. And it's been like, just that, like up, down, plateau, up, down, plateau. And it's, it's been frustrating. It's been, it's been nuts. It's been just absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah, like I, I, I just, I just don't know what else to say about my my physio regimen besides the fact, you know, it's been frustrating, but a, but a joy at the same time. And you know, the frustrating part is, is that I can only do do so much. And I'm the kind of guy that that does that does everything like 110%. Like if I'm on if I'm on the soccer field, uh, I'm I'm sprinting until I I can't sprint no more. If I'm on the basketball court, I'm running up and down the floor until I can't. With with this, I have to be, you know, methodical. I have to protect my knee. I have to I have to learn how to, you know, be careful at times. I have to learn to not like, and I have to learn to not uh, do the things I used to be able to do. For example, I know I can't run, so I'm a big runner and I can't run, so puts a strain on you, but the thing is is that if i do try to run i have to rewire my brain on on how to run because if i try my my old stride pattern i'm gonna put too much impact on and i'm gonna have another setback so i just kind of avoid running altogether. but at the same time i have to look at it from the perspective of is that like if if i'm gonna be normal i'm gonna be able to run but if i can't run well I'm going to need surgery and that's obviously going to happen whether, whether it's this month, next month, whenever it's happening, whether, whether I want it to or not. And obviously I want it to, because it just, it just gives me, you know, something else to grind for while we wait for, for COVID to pass by. It gives me, you know, a second chance on a, on a new knee. You know, like I might be able to go run a little bit. I might be able to play a little flag football. I might I might I might get back into football. You know, like the, the the opportunities are endless now. But I now understand, you know, certain things. You know, like how important stretching is to you, how important, you know, muscle mass is to you. How important you know nutrition is, and I'm not saying like I've, I've I'm a nutrition guru or anything right now, but I'm starting to learn like what my my body intake should be roughly every day with my metabolism, but you know with with my thyroid condition, um, it's it's tough because there there are days where like I'm, I'm always hungry, my metabolism's going. There are days where I don't want to eat and i i (sighs) oh dear jesus excuse a moi on the yawns that's the third one this episode oh my god this is getting crazy but anyhow um yeah it's just crazy uh but like like I said, like I'm excited for the journey. I'm excited to 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 uh, to be able to to do something again, and and have have something to work with. Now, I forgot to mention this. This was like the tip of the iceberg of like how bad my my 2020 was. I had a cancer scare. And like this, this wasn't like a small thing either. So I had an infection in my breast. It was, it was a cyst in my breast. But the thing was, is that I bled out the cyst. I did all the necessary things, but there was still a big lump in my breast. And I still wasn't feeling good. So I go, go into the hospital and I, uh, and I show them like, look, I have a, I have a lump in my breast. I'm, I'm, I'm 20, I'm 21, 21 years old. And I have a lump in my breast. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I, 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 I get into the triage and I'm, I'm talking to the nurse and she's like, how would you describe the lump? And I said like, I would say about golf ball size, maybe a bit bigger, almost like a snowball. She's like, "Really?" I was like, "You can touch it if you want." She touched it and she was like, "Oh, no." I was like, "Yeah, it, it's pretty bad." Um so I sit there for I would say I sat in the waiting room for about 3 hours. It's about your stat, like that's about standard for your waiting time in in, in a waiting room in the ER. Because, excuse me, it's about so your standard wait time in about in the ER about three hours, three four hours. If you're there any longer, well, that's tough. But it was like, and then I sat there and I'm laying there on the bed. She feel my breast. She's like, "Okay, we gotta get an ultrasound right now. I mean, ultrasound, MRI, all this stuff." So, first things first, the ultrasound. Now, I tell you, I've had a few ultrasounds, you know, on my knee and stuff, but nothing, nothing beats an MRI on your breast. I don't know why. Maybe because like they actually had gel warmers or something like all sound gel warm on you feels unreal. I tell you, it is probably the coolest feeling. Like, I don't know what it's like for for pregnant women. I, I I'd assume they'd have warm gel going on their bellies. I have no idea. I've never gotten a woman pregnant and I don't know too many pregnant girls out there, but I would assume that their gel is warmed when they get, an uh, ultrasound done on their belly to find the baby inside of them but anyhow uh it is honestly the coolest thing um as the images were going you know like i i'm, I'm concerned i'm asking the you know the photographer she's like i i, I can't tell you until I, I see the results and i'm sitting there and i'm like no way, no way, like, no way, like, I'm 21 years old, and I have breast, like, I have breast cancer, like, there's no way, like, I, I know, I know I smoked heavy in, in my, in my teens, but I didn't think it was going to come on me this quick, I thought it was more, you know, long-lasting, like, I maybe get my 40s, and I have throat cancer or something, but, you know, I, I, I smoked pretty heavy, I was like, there's no way that, like, that this is happening to me, Like, like, of course, 2020 of all years, you know, pandemic year and and all this stuff. So they they didn't know. And I waited, I waited six weeks for these results, six weeks to figure out if I had cancer or not, you know, six weeks to figure out whether, whether I needed a biopsy to uh, like take a chunk out of me just to, just to see if I had cancer and, you know, lo and behold, like I don't have cancer, but like just the worry of, of, of thinking that I have cancer, it, it was, was shocking to me. Um, and I was like, this is, this can't be, this can't be natural selection for me because I, I, I could give you like seven or eight people off the top of my head that, 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 that should have it already by now. And it shouldn't be me. <laughs> Cause like, I wasn't the type of guy that treated my body like a temple. I still don't, and I'm not the epitome of health, but you know I'm not overweight. I'm not obese. I mean, I got a little bit of chonk on me, but that's that's because of 2020 and inactivity. You know, like I'm gonna get shredded next year, boys. Like you, you, you wait. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be absolutely cut. Like it's gonna be nuts. Like I know the whole cliche "New Year, New Me," but like 2021, I got I got big things, big things coming in 2021. Oh man. But the the cancer scare probably like tipped the iceberg for me this year. I would have I'd have to say like And I mean I understand you know COVID and all that stuff why my results took so long but like you know my mom was worried, I was worried, my sisters was worried and it turns out um I have gynecomastia, which is just fatty tissue. So essentially, I'm growing titties or a bigger left tit than my right breast. Anyhow, (laughs) titties. (laughs) Anyhow. (laughs) Oh, man. I am so immature still for 21 years old. Oh, man. Uh, I gotta get myself sorted here. Um, so in saying that what was going on was that my body was producing estrogen and obviously like males produce the, the female hormone estrogen, just like a lot less, but I was producing more estrogen than it was testosterone and the other one, the other hormone, I'm not sure what the other one's called. Somebody will, somebody will tell me, but anyhow. I was reducing too much estrogen, essentially I was growing a bigger left breast. So nothing to worry about, nothing too scary. Happens happens all the time to a lot of guys. But over you know, a steady regimen of testosterone and uh you know a steady steady exercise, I can I can lose that fatty tissue, which is not a big deal. And if I cannot, if it like persists, I can just get it removed. So yeah. 2020 craziness, absolutely nuts. Um, I think for the last little bit here, I'm going to touch on a little bit of men's mental health because honestly, I think it's something that. You know I'm very I'm very vocal about it I, I'm I'm a huge adv- advocate for mental health I, I I think mental health is is one of the key components whether whether we live or die seriously if, if you don't keep your head straight well it, you might not survive it's always it's always about trying to keep your head straight and with me I I've, I've been doing my absolute best to, to keep my head straight throughout this whole thing. And, you know, last month was, was mental men's mental health awareness. And I saw some numbers that were, that were quite, quite staggering, quite upsetting. And the reason I say this, like the reason I say it's upsetting is because I didn't, I want, I want to see a future where it's okay for a man to, to, to cry. It's okay for a man to. Talk about his emotions. I want to see where. More men are coming out with, with. With stories. But what's going on. I think we sit in silence. Because. That's how we're perceived. We're perceived as. Strong and. And. And got good heads on our shoulders and, and all this stuff. But, you know, we're just like everybody else. We, we have our own problems. We have our own, our own, our own, um, circumstances that we, we have to, to battle out like myself included, you know, I struggle. I, I struggle sometimes with, with post-traumatic stress disorder. I have a, I have a sleeping disorder. I have, I have depression sometimes. I I sometimes suffer with anxiety. I've had panic attacks before. I've had, you know, trigger warning here, but I've had suicide attempts. I've had suicidal thoughts. It's scary. I know. It's, It's not something like, I just want to see more people comfortable talking about their mental health. Men, women, children, everybody. Because to to live in silence is it's it's not good. I it's not safe. It's not healthy. And I I don't want to I don't want to lose anybody anymore. Uh, I've I've lost too many people in my life that I that I don't want to lose. I've lost too many people too young. And it's 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 sad, and 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 I I don't want to deal with any more any more like trauma anymore. And I and I understand trauma is a part of life. People, people die every day. Who pass away every day. I get that. I'm not, not I'm not naive, but I don't want to lose like the people close closest to me, anymore. Like I I understand friends come and go, but like just like lost due to like a lost friend due to death like for something that we can control like as, as a, as a collective group, like mental health is, is, is not just, you know, a solo effort. Like I understand for me and my mental health, I have to work a lot harder, but if I talk about my feelings and people can help me out, then it's just a whole collective circle. And I think if, You know, if men had some sort of like, like AA for mental health, you know, a mental mental health anonymous type of group, you know what I mean? Like where you sit, where you sit in a circle and, and you share your story and you sit there and you listen to everybody else because I'm not saying my trauma that I've been through in life is any different than what somebody else has gone over or or if i stack it up against somebody mine's mine's somehow worse trauma is trauma like trauma affects everybody differently some people can shrug it off some people can 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 go into dark places with 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 trauma it it, it all depends on the person itself but if there was just a, a group where people could just sit down, I, I honestly think it would, it would benefit society if if, if if there was resources out there that, that had that. Like, I understand there's mental health phone lines that you can call and there's 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 resources out there that that you can go to. But, you know, psychologists aren't cheap. Psychiatrists aren't cheap getting, getting prescriptions to, to balance out your, your hormones is not cheap. And I, I'm not like, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying there isn't resources out there to, to help aid that, that, that financial process. But I think, I think if there was a group like that, it would, it would, it would really benefit, you know, myself or just, you know, other people in general. I think it's a great idea honestly it might be might might be someone to look into but um i i just i just don't like how men are portrayed and a lot of that's media a lot of that is um you know, just I guess just the way things are. I don't know because I I haven't been on this I haven't been in this world long enough to really to really understand you know the concept of the man because there there is a social construct to like the man in air quotations and I, I and I don't understand it I I don't have I don't have I don't have the the, the knowledge depth. But my, my biggest thing is that I just don't want men to live alone in silence. I don't want men to live scared. I don't want I don't want to lose anybody. I don't want men to, to feel like they don't have a voice. And I don't want men to be out there, you know. Thinking that their, their life isn't worth living because it is. I think that, I think that life's crazy it throws obstacles and throws trauma. And I don't think that we're, we're, we're set up enough as men to, to take on certain aspects of life sometimes. And that's that's due to the fact that like some some people uh, men some men are perceived as as too independent or or whatever the case may be. But I just don't want anybody to sit in silence anymore about this. Wow! Wow! It was deep that was that was a pretty gnarly i kind of got into my element there a little bit i got locked in if you will into the emotion the the wise words you know i i have to say um I have to also say thank you. The reason I have to say thank you is because this podcast is kind of popping off. But the thing is, I'm just sitting here talking on a mic. That's all I'm doing. And I just want to appreciate and say thank you to each and every one of you that tune in week to week with me. And and being patient with me with with um, you know consistent content. I'm just trying to learn that stuff. But when certain things don't go my way, and I have I have difficulties trying to to um, make sure that I'm putting out you know the energy that that I I, I need, and the 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 content that I that I want to put out, and to make sure that. I'm I'm interesting enough to listen to for you know 35 45 minutes a day once a week, you know? Because here's the thing. I'm new to this, but I'm having fun. But if I wasn't seeing the results I have now, I wouldn't be doing this. I would not I would not even dedicate this much time to this. And I can't thank you guys all enough for you know supporting me throughout my journey letting me you know spew what i need to spew week to week what's what's on my mind and you know letting me have a good time doing it i i can't appreciate i I can't appreciate you guys all enough i can you know i just can't thank you guys enough for for all this it's it's been a blast i'm having so much fun doing this next week there will be another you know countdown to christmas but we are coming back to our regular scheduled tuesday episode but you're gonna have to stay tuned because i have some things planned for it but it's on the dl and if for my dad out there my mom out there, the DL means down low, not the disabled list like in baseball, even though I've talked about the DL as in a baseball reference, it is not a baseball reference. Good. Got it. Unreal. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love y'all. Remember, Christmas is 22 days away. We'll say next coming for the boys. Delivering presents all across the world. And make sure your Christmas tree's up. Christmas lights out. Get into the spirit because this year's been tough on all of us. This year's been crazy. This year has been... It could have been an eye opener for some of you. It could have it could have made you improve drastically. But I think for the majority of people it's been a tough year on everybody. Um Thank you guys so much.